Jen. Hello. How are you? All right. Episode two. Two. Season two. Ooh. On the roll. Isn't it? Who are you? I'm Claire. <laughs> Who the hell are you? I'm Claire. I think. Who the hell are you? Who are you? I'm Lisa Sinclair. All right. And what is this? It's a podcast about stuff. What's it called? Playing Devil's Avocado. Did I get the points? You get all the points. Yes. You get lots of points. Today, yeah. on the podcast, yeah. I thought, we thought, we thought, we could talk about, have we reached peak wellness? Yes. We could talk about um, what hurts now. What hurts now? We could talk about artificial intelligence Ooh. and how they're using how it. How do I get that? Which <laughs> <laughs> is what I need. We've got normal intelligence. Um, about midlife mojo. Oh, I love that. Did you just make that up? I did. Because I couldn't remember the word we were using. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll come to that. <laughs> and why going to the gym can be really dangerous. Okay. Is that enough? Yeah, it sounds good. Mm, we do go. it? All right. So to start, how are you feeling? Are you feeling oh, well? Oh, God. I'm feeling fine. But you know what? Wellness has got to go. Wellness. The word or the, or the well, genre? The, the, co- the kind of concept of wellness annoys me. And I've said this to you. You and did. And then randomly, randomly, a woman, Carrie Parnell, who is a journalist for The Telegraph, um, wrote a story about we've officially reached peak wellness. Yeah. I agree. Do I you? I agree. We have. What it's have you had enough that, of? It's just all that sort of thing where, like, suddenly the, everything is about wellness. So you have wellness retreats, wellness women notepads. Wellness, yes, you know, yes. everything is wellness, so you can't get away from, like, you can buy apartments that they're considering calling wellness apartments. And what's in a wellness apartment? In, right. in Melbourne. Um, you can have a happiness holiday, we'll come kind of knew oh. about those. Wellness shampoo, which surely is just, like, to clean your hair, yeah. keep your hair well. Um, and wellness pods and Do you think everyone's just putting the words on wellness on things? I think wellness things. just doesn't mean anything anymore. No. So it, I could say, this is a wellness bag that I'm carrying. Right. Is that because it's got your Valium in it? Yeah, it actually does have my Valium in it. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we we digress. (laughs) Um, And of course, they all like to attack Gwyneth, who, you know, we won't hear a bad word against, really. Well, we will, but only if we say it. so, you know, obviously it's just all part of that wellness. She's I mean, the picture of wellness, though, she's isn't the, it? She's the, what, the pin-up girl for yes. wellness and also the picture of... She does look well. Yeah, she does. But, I mean, I think that also comes from being rich and having someone cooking you lovely food. I was going to say, I mean, do you think wellness is actually a privilege of um, sort of a first-world problem, you know? I think it is. Like, I think there's lots of people who have great health and well-being across the world in different cultures because of what they eat and how they look after themselves mm. and yoga and all that sort of stuff. But I think wellness in the modern yeah. Western sense, yeah. yes, it's all about being rich and having a, a celebrity chef cook for you and a personal yeah. trainer. And, and a, then all the companies are, are jumping on the wellness wagon, aren't they? Wellness wagon. I made that up. That's great. Because um, it obviously sells. Yeah, it wells. Wells. Sell wellness sellness. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. So um now um a new trend um which someone who's called Lucy Green from Light Years, who's a futurist, says wellness. I love is, futurists. Yeah. I'd like to be a oh, futurist. Be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. I don't think we're quite good enough. Trend at forecaster. Trend forecasting. <laughs> but anyway. She says normcore wellness is coming out, which is, you know, people just needing a, to have a bubble bath and eat some chocolate, says Kerry, which is back to being, you know, sort of doing old school wellness. Yeah, things. so going There's for a, a walk. Yeah, or yeah. just like having a day where you go to the movies. Yes. Rather than going steaming to the your vagina. Steaming your vagina. 
<laughs> Actually, someone. Well, if you want to see in your vagina, go right ahead. I did read. Um, someone did do it. I read. I got sucked into reading it, so to speak. <laughs> um, and she did go. In, she was in LA, and she went and had oh, her yeah. vagina steamed. What did she say? She quite liked it because it makes it all plump and. Delicious. Which no, she just said it was. Um, it actually gave her a real energy boost. Yeah. She was really jet lagged, and it sort of yeah, well, I might pepped her it. up. Maybe we'll try it for some reason. Oh and see gosh. How we go. I'd happily try it. All right. Well, put it out there. I don't know if anyone's doing yeah, it in put Australia. Put your vagina out there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of putting your vagina out there, mm-hmm. hmm, should we talk about beauty stuff? Oh, what? <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about Chris Evans. Oh, yeah, but I thought it was a weird, a weird thing to go from one to the other. Oh, no, because he's wellness, I suppose. Yeah. Well, Chris Evans, not the Hollywood Chris Evans, but the English DJ, used to be the host of lots of... TV oh, shows yeah, he did, back um, in the, the day. Yeah, he did the driving one for a while. Oh, and he did um, the breakfast show... The Late Late Breakfast Show oh, or yeah. something and with Paulie Yates, which is where Paulie Yates yeah. famously met Michael Hutchins. So he's been around for years. You'd know yeah. who he is. He's got red hair. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, he's not a Hollywood person. He's an English person. But he wrote this piece for The Times, I think, in the UK, um, about how he's changed his life completely. He used to be he's a done mad, a lot of work on himself, yeah. hasn't he? He used to be a mad shagger and a mad drinker and yeah. he'd always turn up for work drunk. And, you know, he had this reputation of being a party boy. He's changed his life completely. And he wrote this story, and then part of it was his habits for a happy life. Things like drink beetroot, tomato and cranberry juice. I'm not sure whether he means all at once. No. Not really specified. No. Um, drink alcohol only on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. Eat meat only on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and probably not on all of those. Drink a magnesium drink every day. Have one spoonful of manuka honey every day, which, you know, all those things are fairly normal. Yeah. Have a dollop of Marmite, which is their equivalent of Vegemite, obviously. Um, run five miles to and from work every day, so that's no. ten miles in all. No, can't be doing that. Enter no. a marathon or half marathon no. at least every three months. <laughs> Ditch all the sappers in your life. Yes, so that's good. And mix only with zappers. Oh, I like that. So get rid of all the sort of yeah. people who sap out your energy, and get only mix people who give you energy. Yeah. Great. Um, he got rid of his phone on January the twenty first, two thousand and nineteen. So that's a year a, ago. I reckon that's a rich person's prerogative. He's probably got an assistant that tells yeah. him where to go. <laughs> Yeah, true. Um, get tested for the three C's every five years, so skin cancer, bowel cancer, and prostate cancer. Um, he had varicose veins removed because oh. um, so, they were impacting his well-being. Oh, which is also probably you know having them done as a elective surgery is probably expensive, but we'll see. I don't know. Mm. Sort out your sleep. So he get. I mean, he goes to bed at seven thirty and gets up at three thirty. I think he still ridiculous. does breakfast tea, breakfast well, radio. I hope so. Yeah, he meditates. But what, one of the interesting things he says is have at least two holidays permanently booked at all times, which is a lovely thing. It doesn't have to yes. be a big... Well, he no. doesn't say this, but I suggest it doesn't I'm, have to be a big trip. I'm a big um, big fan of that. Yeah. Well, didn't we always say, like, if you come back from a holiday, you're supposed to book one straight away, yeah. otherwise you get that down, mm. you know, so... Just... I've booked a holiday just long weekend down to the south coast mm. to give them a little bit of money mm. after the bushfires. Mm. There's a man with a bag um, coming past us. Sorry, everyone. It's Yes, I'm going to my favourite winery. Oh, lovely. they have a cottage oh, on the winery, nice. which makes it all very help, very useful. Very useful. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just trying to plan my year, but I think we'll be going somewhere in the middle of the year. And, nice. Uh, lovely. have to plan a couple of things. Oh, you I do. Think. You've got to have yeah, something so up I, your sleeve. I listen, I listen to you, Chris Evans. Yeah. Well, that's good, isn't yeah. it? Now, I've got a new segment. Mm. And it's just come to me. Mm. Um, but we can maybe come up with a little jingle right mm. now. <laughs> so let's, it won't, won't be hard, yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking beauty spot. Ah, beauty spot! Beauty spot! <laughs> maybe we could go 
Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Huh, I don't know. Okay, Ooh. we'll work on it. <laughs> Let's workshop it. <laughs> Let's workshop that. Uh, anyway, beauty spot, because we do quite like talking about beauty, yeah, don't we? Yeah, we do. You want to talk about um, something about palettes, I oh, believe. Yeah. Well, I was listening to another podcast, which is Bad and Busy, which oh, yes. is our friend Kelsey Fernchick. Yep. Um, and she had a beauty expert on who was talking about... Because you um, love a palette. I love a palette. Yes. So I keep buying palettes all yes. the time. And, and to be fair, you don't always use all the colours in the palette. Mm. But I like having the option. Yeah. And I have really embraced eyeshadow in mm. the last two years. I've noticed you've been changing up your eyeshadow. Mm. I like to keep it interesting. Yeah. Because I have palettes, you yeah. see, so I can just do that. Mm. But this beauty expert, whose name escapes me, I do apologise, but um, so, so be it. <laughs> Call her Jane. <laughs> no, I think it was Alex, but I can't remember. Um, said that she didn't think palettes were worth buying because you never use more than one of the colours and um, they're just a pointless exercise. You should just buy the colours you like. Which I also see Mm. argument for. But you buy ones that are very good value, so it doesn't really yeah, matter, does I it? I buy for the cheap, the Revolution. Revolution. How much are they? Ones, like $8, they, they're the good. cheap ones are, yeah. yeah. They, they have different, they have more expensive ones as mm. well. But the $8 ones, they don't come with a brush, you have to have your own brush. Yeah. But I, I just, every day I think, mm, what goes with what I'm wearing? And mm. I just try and jazz it up a little bit. Today oh. I've got a little bit of gold jazz it on. Jazz, <laughs> jazz it up. up a bit. So I won't hear a bad word about a palette. And I'd like to know what everyone else thinks about that. All right. Okay. Not you. Oh. <laughs> I won't tell you then. <laughs> no, I do care. No. Hmm. I'm not telling you then. Okay, fine. All right. Well, I've been using a $70 shampoo. Oh, you are just... You are Gwyneth Paltrow. I am Gwyneth Paltrow. I didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. What happened was um, I was complaining to a friend about my hair was thinning. Right. Which I think is probably hormonal because I have a lot of hair, but it's getting thin. Anyway, I was complaining to her and she had this, you know, she worked on a magazine and she had this... Shampoo, conditioner, and spray, volumizing. She said, try this. So I've tried it, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's Christoph Robin, yeah. which is like Christopher Robin, Isn't but nice. Christoph Robin cleansing volumizing paste with pure Rasul clay and rose extract. Oh, wow. And it's this little tub, and you just use a little bit of it, and it's like a brown, chocolate brown clay, mm-hmm. but it foams, and it foams so much, and it smells unbelievable and I was thinking oh this stuff's amazing really really and my hair like people were commenting on my hair um I thought gosh so I looked I thought oh I wonder where I buy it from I looked it up it's $69 at Sephora but you know what if it works and everyone likes no it. you can't spend $69 but like, on a shampoo. little bit can you use it like every other one? Well, maybe because it's a cleansing. It's cleansing, so mm. maybe you're not meant to use it every one. Mm. But still, come mm. on. And then the the conditioner that yeah, goes with it is forty five. Yeah. And then the fixing spray is. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't. You couldn't be doing that. It's a hundred no. something dollars. No, it's madness. Mm. Um, and also, I'm having to use Selsun anyway, as we discussed, because I've got fungus. <laughs> I bet Christoph Robin doesn't want to know that's what you're doing. I don't know if he has a fungus eradication <laughs> shampoo to buy, from, Christoph. to buy from Sephora. Yeah. Um, so, look, I just don't think I could spend 70 bucks on a shampoo. No, probably not. But got people money. probably do, don't they? Look, well, they must do. Yeah, What's the most you've spent on a shampoo? Well, I tend to buy... So I use a lot of like matrix and stuff like that, and so, like from, from hairdressers. Like yes. I don't buy the stuff in the supermarkets because my I have keratin straightening, and you right. can't use sulfate. Oh, okay. Shampoo. So um, I ended up using matrix stuff, and so what I do is I get some from the hairdresser, and often I'll buy some online in a big 
yeah. like a litre bottle or something. So it's yeah. about $60. But then it's the same as having two or three smaller bottles. So it's probably... Right. I probably spend about $30 a bottle on. I have to say, when you get sucked into buying, like, Kerastase mm. at the hairdresser, mm. it is... Oh, yeah, it makes such a difference. Divine, yeah. isn't it? Although I even used the other day, and I was amazed, because I haven't used um, sulfate-filled conditioner for so long or anything that has silicon in it so that yeah. your hair goes shiny because it's just bad for the keratin straightening that I have but I used one the other day like a Tresemme kind mm. of one and my god my hair was shiny and oh, delicious yeah. because it's all just it's coats your hair it's swishy. Yeah, swishy yeah. I enjoyed that beauty spot mm, beauty, beauty spot, spot. <laughs> it's just exactly the same yeah. as all our other jingles it is, it is. um You've got some other ageing, anti-ageing yes. thing going on. Well, I do. Well, I don't, as it turns out. But there is a thing here. I've now lost it. Oh no, here it is. Science. Yes. Which we What's love. Science saying it is using artificial intelligence Ooh. to reverse ageing in a billion-dollar industry. So they're not using robots, which is what I thought it was going to be, and I got excited <laughs> as a teenage boy. <laughs> <laughs> but this person called Dr. Nir Barzilai, who's the founding director of the Institute of Aging Research at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine in New York. Wow, that's a place, isn't it? Oh. oh don't, should we shut um, the door? I'm just going to go and shut the door. <laughs> She's just shutting the door. Talk Bear with. Bear with. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> it out. Anyway, sorry, someone I'm was going to die of heat now, but anyway. Oh, um, so they've raised $50 million to launch a clinical trial into metformin, which is a drug that people already take for... Metformin? I take metformin. For, uh, yeah, for pre-diabetics and diabetes. Yeah, you also take it for... Um, I take it for PCOS. Right. So, it's yeah. so, so that's why you look so young. Oh, is that why? Yeah, because it slows cell ageing so dramatically that those who take it can expect to live decades longer in near-perfect Look health. at me! <clears throat> Perhaps not if you take it, depending on how you take it, I oh. guess. But maybe you will. But it's been shown in a number of separate clinical trials to slow the development of age-related diseases like cancer, Alzheimer's and heart disease, and it slows the ageing process and makes, a- makes cells and tissues younger. Oh. So if you've taken... So this person, this doctor who's taken metformin for five years for pre-diabetes, says the only long-term side effect is living longer than your pension lasts, which actually probably is quite a bad side effect. Yeah, it is. But isn't that interesting? So um, there's all that. And then uh, there's something else. There's um, senolytics, which is the use of molecules to selectively destroy senescent cells in people. So um, removing those cells from mice... Um, which um, so that's so when your cells age, that's called cellular senescence. And if you can get rid of those cells, yes. it stops you aging. So you can um, they you get rid of them, and suddenly you can be younger again, which is amazing. And um, that's all I read about right. that story. Well, that's, that's good news good. for me then. Pretty good for you. I of course. I'm fucked. You're fucked. But, you know. <laughs> but hey, had a good life. Yeah. And speaking of good, well, you never know. I might have a midlife. Mojo. Midlife mid- mojo. Midlife mid- reboot. reboot. Reboot, isn't it? Yeah. Aren't we all about rebooting? Yeah, reboot. You mean yeah. life. So um, we read a few things this week yes. about a few women who we like who are rebooting in midlife. Yes. We've got Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts has just turned 50 51. Yeah. And yep. she um, is looking and feeling better than ever. Yep. She's got a new young boyfriend. Oh, I oh, didn't she's know going that. Who she's dating? Who? The guy from The Morning Show. Uh, uh, what's his name? Do 
Oh my god, we're terrible with names. Come on. What's the guy's I name? I don't know. He used to go out with Claire Danes or whatever. Um, and then he left. He Billy. left his wife. For... Oh, um, Billy Crudup. Yeah. Is she dating yes, Billy Crudup? Lucky Crudup. her. Quietly on the Lucky side. Lucky lady. Yeah. That would make you young, wouldn't it? That would yeah. Life. Reboot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I didn't realise she was under. She was what? Under beauty. I didn't realise oh. that was her. Oh. Yeah. Well, she's done very well for herself. And yeah. she looks amazing and feels amazing. And she says she's having a bit of a midlife crisis. She says menopause should not be a dirty word. No. And it's a right. shame society has made it so. We need support from each other and to not be made to feel like unsexy, infertile, crabby old ladies that should be sent out to pasture. Absolutely. I was so thinking that's good. that today. <laughs> As I stormed around <laughs> being grouchy. Another person who we like a lot is Tina Fey. Oh, she's, she's my favourite. Um, she was on... Oprah's been doing this tour of America. Yes. And she was speaking to Tina Fey, and Tina Fey was talking about having a reboot. Mm. That was where the word came from, in fact. Yes, that's where we got the reboot. Yeah, just about how getting older doesn't mean, you know, that you need to sort of give up on life. And, in fact, you should set goals and work out what you want to do and whether you've hit all the goals that you had originally and... All that kind of stuff, like, very interesting. And then Nigella has just turned 60, can yeah, you believe it? I can. Well, I mean, no, no. Um, and no. she did a fabulous shoot. She did. What was, what was she in? It's You magazine. Was it You magazine? Yeah. Um, and she was talking in very positive terms about turning 60, wasn't she? And mm. about how life was an adventure and she couldn't wait to see how it sort of... Um, unravels. I do feel like there is a little bit of white privilege in the, with these three women who yes. have a lot of money and um, fame and success. Yes, I think to... if you've been working, if you've been on your feet working for 40 years, then you <laughs> yeah. might not be feeling quite so fabulous yeah. at 60. But you can maybe take on some of the things they say about rebooting yeah. and just trying very hard. Well, certainly like making sure that menopause isn't a dirty word, but also you yeah. know, making sure that your life is on track. If you've got things that you haven't been able to achieve that maybe you should try and you know, work out ways that you can still do yeah. them and feel good about yourself. And Nigella's obviously, she's had a shit time, hasn't well, she? she? Has. So f- for her, yeah, ageing really is, well. a, is you know, very important to her, being able to age because she lost so many people, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she did. And she had that awful time with the drugs and oh, the daughter yes. and um, that horrible man, Charles. Yes. Um, she says, I do have to say that getting older is so much easier than being young. The two great enemies of happiness are self-consciousness and pressure to conform, and the older one gets, the easier it is to throw off those shackles. Oh, that's nice. Love that. Let's that's throw off our nice. shackles. I'll throw off my shackles. Yes. The only thing I don't want to do about this whole anti-aging thing, mm. and I fear I should, but mm. I don't, is go to the gym. You don't want to go to the gym? I don't like gyms. They're so boring. Well, Remember on. how we talked about things that are boring? <laughs> yes. Is it anything more boring than the gym? No. No, but I mean, it's in the, you need to do something for fitness. So if you don't go to the yes. gym, you need to find another way to mm. stay fit. That's yeah. just how it is. All you just right. have to do it. Walking, walking is good. Right. We've discussed yes. that. It's a walking. superpower. I like yes. Yeah, and um, many other things yeah. you can do. But um, speaking of gyms, though, it's dangerous. Yes. Did you know? Not just well, for us. I'm not surprised. For the people that work there. Yeah. Because germs. No. Oh. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Instructors' voices um, can have a terrible problem because of the loud. Oh, with their larynxes. Shouting. Yeah. 
Because so they're shouting at you to get on your bike or whatever it is. Get up out of the saddle. Trust yourself. Push harder. All that stuff. And oh. apparently... Do you do the cycling thing? I used to. I don't no. anymore. It hurts my knees. Yeah. Um, <laughs> such an awful <laughs> So basically, if you talk to surgeons and speech language pathologists and stuff, you learn there's a whole universe of professionals at risk for vocal damage. So people like fitness instructors, people who work on Broadway, yeah. singers, obviously, you know, all that kind of stuff. People who shout for a living. So... Um, fitness instructors um, have polyps, have nodules, hemorrhages, real damage on the vocal cords that need real Well, they probably treatment. haven't had any training either. At least in Broadway, you've been trained yeah. how to use your yeah. nodules. In- instructors typically you know. average around 15 classes a week. Many lead several classes back-to-back with no breaks, so therefore mm. you're shouting directives all the time mm. over loud music and, in some cases, competing with That's the probably noise. probably terrible, isn't yeah, it? Terrible awful. for you. I feel so sorry for them. We should all shut up. Yeah. Stop shouting. Stop shouting at me. Um, just one more thing about Nigella, though, while mm. I remember. I was um, watching her on the television yes. the other day. What was she and on? She was on her own show, oh. cooking show. And she was saying the two most things donated to charity shops in the UK are Dan Brown novels and spiralizers. <laughs> I thought that's so true. I've got a spiralizer in the I cupboard. Do, I do too. I um, bought an electric one from Kmart $20 the other day as well. Oh, I've got, already got one. Do you ever use it? I haven't used it yet. Oh. No. <laughs> Why do you, you're quite late to the spiralizer party. No, no, I have another spiralizer, oh. but then I bought an electric one from, oh. from Kmart, thinking, "Well, this is going to revolutionise yeah. my spiralizing technique." Because <laughs> I've got one that you turn. A when handle. was the last time you spiralized something? Um, oh, I don't know. Back in the eighties. <laughs> but also, you can buy spiralized things in yeah, the you can. although but they the are packaging. In packaging the packaging. So, yes. Yeah. Um, it, like Dan Brown novels. Mm. What about when you go to the charity shops here and it's just like 55, 50 Shades of Grey books? Mm. Well, no, you don't need them once you've read them. It's not like you're going to ever reread it. No, I've never read them. No, I've never read no. them either, actually. Nonsense. Um, should we do Down With The Kid? Down With The Kid. Down With The Kid. Um, yeah. Kids. We're Down With The Kids. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> learned and some new phrases, and yeah. one you just taught me about three minutes ago. Yeah. Um, I ship this. Do you know what that means? It means you like them to be together, doesn't it? Yeah, like, it's when yeah. you think, when you sort of see, for example, um, I love Bill Hader mm-hmm. and oh, yes. what's a face together? Yeah, Rachel Bilson. Bilson. New couple alert. New couple. Hot new couple alert. So when that was sort of mooted um, out in the celebrity world. People were saying, I, t- I ship this mm-hmm. because you want them to be in a relationship because yeah. you think they'd be adorable yeah. together. So it's ship as in, not as in as a in, ship, no, as it's in relationship. relationship. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. So I, was I quite stan ex- him. I stan him. Yeah, well, I read that the other day. What does it mean? It means I'm a super fan. Well, where's it come from? I don't know. I did actually no. probably know once, but I forgot. Right. I put it out of my mind straight away. Right. Use it in a sentence. Um, Brad Pitt is really hot. I stand him. I stand him. Or um, I stand the fact that Brad Pitt looks hot for a fifty-one-year-old man. Or I stand fifty-year-old men like Brad Pitt. Or right. But um, speaking of Brad Pitt, there's an amazing video. If you can find it online, of him doing an interview with W Magazine, and he talks yeah. about his first kiss, and he gets all bashful and cute, oh, and then he talks. Brad. He talks about all sorts of fabulous <laughs> things, and he's so funny. And he says he thinks dance is going to come back into his life. And, and, dance? Yeah, he just makes this joke about how... Oh, they talk about dancing and he said he danced and he was terrible. And he said, but I feel like dance is going to come back into my life. And it was just very cute. He's very cute, He's isn't he? He's very fun. I like him a lot. Yeah. That was down with the kids and then down with the old people, standing the old people. 
Yeah, so and you've got a very quick, very quick culture club, is it? Culture club. Culture club. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm watching a lot of rubbish at the moment. Oh, but I love it. Yeah. I love it. I can't get enough. I'm watching I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here! Oh, I'm trying to. I love it. Uh, they, yeah, I'm just not loving the, the No, cast. I don't like the people in it. I don't know who any of them are, do No, you? I really Half don't. And do you know what? They don't know who each other is. They know that they get given They a got thing. crib notes, yeah. didn't they? Fascinating. To, because otherwise you'd be like... Who are you? Well, like a blogger or whatever, or yeah. a person that was on Married at First Sight once. Yeah. This, you know, a couple of those. Yeah. It's pretty... It's like scraping the bottom it is of the quite, celebrity barrel. It is quite <laughs> Z, Z, Z list, isn't it? However, it is still very entertaining. List. Chris yeah. Brown and um, Julia are so still so funny, like make me yeah. cry with laughter. And watching them do the challenges makes me laugh. But yeah, there's no, no one on there who I'd go, oh, I know him. When they bring in sports people and you've never heard never of any heard of them. them. No. Ridiculous. Uh, no, I'm not as excited this year as I have been in previous years, mm. I have to say. Mm. I am getting pretty excited um, when this comes out, I think. Just doing my sums. Da, 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 da. I reckon maths will have just started. Oh, yes, that's going to be good. And I'm r- stupidly excited about maths. And I know it's lame. Look, we all what have can our, I do? What can I do? What, are, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah, watch it. <laughs> we have our guilty pleasures. I yeah. am also loving UK Celebrity Gogglebox, which is yeah. on Arena at the moment. It's quite no, niche. It's very niche. Probably won't, it won't be on, but you'll probably be able to still watch it. If yeah. You search for it on Foxtel. Um, it was done for a like charity, I think. Yes. Um, and Comic it's relief. got our favourite silver fox of all time, Martin Kemp. Yeah. Who's actually shows his true colours as a not a very smart man. <laughs> he's just a bit of a doofus he just dad. Really have he's a real ding dong dad, isn't whereas he? Whereas his son Roman Kemp's very witty and charming yeah. and very funny. And then it's got a whole bunch of other kind of. UK he went into it. He won. I'm a celeb, didn't he? he? Did. Yeah. No, he didn't win. Oh, he came third. Right. Um, <laughs> she says knowing too, far too much information. Um, but they have a whole bunch of English people. Denise Van Outen's on there, who you may have seen. Um, a few people from like, oh, I know. They have Little Mix, or one of those bands. Oh, I don't know. Who uh, Kelly. Kelly, oh, Kelly Osborne's Osborne's randomly on it. On it. Um, uh, there's the uh, Chris Eubanks, who I think is a boxer, boxer, and his son. Yeah. Who they're very odd. Mm. Anyway, it's but it's just so I just it's so endearing. I love mm. it. I can't get enough. They should do Celebrity Goggle Box here. Yeah, remember when they did Celebrity Come Dine with me? Yes, that was. That was and also, didn't they do Celebrity Wife Swap? Yeah, that was <laughs> I love all those shows. I like can't a celebrity version of. A reality show. Same. I get quite sucked yeah. in by it. Celebrity Big Brother. Chef. Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um, okay, and is there anything else we want to talk about? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, I'm done. What, you think we've had enough of this rubbish? All right. Well, no, I want to do this quick thing about periods, which is funny. Oh, go on then. Just, um, there was this great Twitter feed that my friend sent me and said, oh, this is podcast inf- podcast content. And I was like, what is it? And then I had a look, and it is. Go Here on. Here it is. Um, Who's the friend who sent it to you? My friend Martin sent it yeah. to me, and it's um, this someone who'd written, my 14-year-old daughter just screamed fuck and slammed her bedroom door after learning she'd be menstruating every month or so for the next 30 to 40 years, and I can't blame her a bit. And I was like, oh, my God, that so feel you. I know exactly what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And then a whole bunch of people replied to the tweet, including... When I was I was 11 when I had my first period. When I came downstairs, I said excitedly, I can have a baby now. And my mum replied, you have a baby as a teenager and I'll cut your ovaries out with a rusty nail file. <laughs> and then I'm 38 and I'm still pissed off. And my 10-year-old once told me it ends at 19 when we were in the car and I had to stare straight ahead and say, no, it goes on to you on nearly 50. She didn't speak after that. <laughs> oh, there's more. There's some really good ones. Oh, awful. Um, 
Oh, yes. Eventually, tell her that the world will try and convince her that the menopause sucks and is scary, but it's really awesome. That's nice. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. There you go. So, yes, I remember when my period started, I remember um, I said to my mum, don't tell Dad. I was just mortified with embarrassment. And she did it anyway. Bless. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, and on that lovely cheery note. Thanks for that. <laughs> Too much information. Teenage Claire. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh. everyone. I'm getting used to this whole thing again. Yeah. So, um, so if you want to get in touch and tell us why we should talk about periods. Yes, perhaps, or not. Or not. It's um, on the PDA, yes. which is our Facebook group. Yeah, you Join can find us. us. And, find us on um, Facebook. Find us on Facebook. You can email us on weareplayingdevilsavocado at yes. gmail.com. We're also on Instagram. We're on Instagram. And that's about it, that's is it? it? That's enough. <laughs> that's enough for now. And we'll see you next week. Um, and keep an eye on the PDAs because we're going to put up um, news about um, an event. An event. Yeah. Dear readers. Quite low key. Don't get excited. Yeah. And but, Sydney only at this yeah. point. But it's still worthwhile. Yeah. Um, and also other exciting news later in the year. Yeah. Can't talk about that now. Oh, you tease. You tease. Okay. Bye, everyone. Okay, bye.